What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. so different today hey it's me arthi <laughs> okay tom that's not even what you sound like <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone so arthi is not here today because she's down and out from her second covid shot yay oh yay but i have an arthi sub it's tom hamlet from dumpster dive hi tom hi i'm so happy to be here i'm so excited you're on and then also we have a guest on the podcast today it is adam newborn from the romantic realist podcast adam I'm like a little bit uh, starstruck. What? <laughs> Are you kidding? No, I'm not because I heard you on Dumpster Dive and I started listening to your podcast. Oh. And I was like, I love this human being because oh. your podcast, for people who are just hearing about Romantic Realist, it's a podcast about love and dating and everything in between. And, you know, I love listening to people talk about relationships. I think it's so cool. And I think that you can be friends with people, but you don't really know people until you know what they're like when they're in relationships totally. because like your friend you might your friend might be cool with you but they might be a complete psychopath otherwise that is such yeah. a good point i just went through a whole cycle when you said that in my brain about a person in my life so sorry i was like that, that just rang so <laughs> true to a certain friend i have so yeah i could just listen to people talk about love and relationships forever and i think it's it's so relatable because everybody wants to be loved oh well thank you i mean well first of all it's such an honor to be here i'm a yeah. huge fan and i'm a huge fan of tom he knows i stalk him and um so and his sister who i'm obsessed with as well i have her number i text her sometimes <laughs> I'm obsessed. i'll get her i'll get you your my number, number two, two bitch <laughs> Oh, I have, I don't have Tom's number because he did not give yes, it to do. me. By the way, so Bitch, I know, I, I know. I'm trying to start you. <laughs> I'm just saying that to start some shit on your podcast. This is a reunion. This is the uh, Dallas reunion <laughs> happening right now. No, I have my why drink. is it be Dallas? <laughs> I will okay we'll get into that in a minute but no thank you so much I I'm a very nosy person in general and I'm also a huge romantic so I thought well I am nosy and I love romance so why not start this podcast about love dating and everything in between and I what I have found through the two seasons that I've been doing the show is I'm not the same person I was the first episode that I am now a lot of my opinions have changed a lot of my perception of what dating and stuff I'm much less jaded than I used to be and much more understanding Standing. And I, I, what I love about the show is that it's people of all walks of life, all different races, all different ages, all different political views, everything like that. But what brings us together is love and yeah. dating and the struggles of that in between. So I'm so honored that you enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, Thank you. That's a huge compliment. Thank you for putting that content out. It's lovely. So your opinions about love have changed. Now you you enjoy the housewives. Oh, yes. Okay. So um, we like to talk about our problematic love of these terrible people. So who, Adam, for you is your problematic favorite on Bravo? Okay. So I'm going to do a problematic woman and a problematic man on housewives. Love okay. That. Love it. I think my problematic woman, who I love, and I know a lot of people don't like her and she's not on the on any on the franchise anymore but i i fucking love me some jill zarin 
she's something a little problematic to me anymore almost well i think for a lot of the house the girl the dolls that were on new york they were, think that she's super problematic i think she's everything i think we need to bring her back i mm. i miss her i think a lot of people would say bethany but she's fine um <laughs> but that hbo show works perfectly for her by the way yeah. i strongly it. oh it's perfect for her because she's just crazy and it's it works great for her problematic guy i would say melissa what's his name melissa's husband Joe Corka. yeah i think he's i he's i like him but he's extremely problematic and gross you just want to fuck him adam yeah <laughs> oh i just want to fuck him okay. yeah. let's go here let's just get that straight okay sorry can we curse on you <laughs> oh yes well i want him to put me over that shoulder and take me to the bedroom that's what i want that's what I need. She's lonely. You would like to meet Tarzan. I oh, Jane. Like I, I love him, but he's not someone I would commit to. I'd be like, "Thank you, get out." Yeah, like that. He's a monster. He's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jill Darren. I think it, it gets tough with Housewives because I feel like the longer a housewife has been off my TV, the more I'm like, "Was she that bad?" Like somebody said, Lisa Vanderpump the other day, and I was like. I forgot, is Lisa Vanderpump actually problematic? And then I thought about it and I was like, she's actually not a great person. I don't think she's that bad. I know you don't like that. Topic. I don't like her at all. Did you see what happened recently or today? Oh, with the, like the Kyle and the Bill? Yeah. Okay. So she was at lunch and she, <laughs> which, okay, half the story I die for, the other half I don't. The part I die for <laughs> is she sees Kyle at lunch and she says, she literally is like, make sure to give my check to her. And then she leaves. Oh! Which, okay. Which I love. I die for. What I don't die for, it's since come out that also while she was there, a fan like asked her to sign a cast photo of Beverly Hills, which is bizarre to me that like someone just had on hand like a cast yeah, like an actual photo no no but we see the photo and the photo has x's over all of the wives and then like she like drew x's over all the wives faces and then signed her name on her own body okay that seems like a plant I don't think it's oh, real. Also, I don't see anything wrong with that. I would do the same fucking thing. Are you kidding me? If I was Lisa Vanderpump, I'd be that petty ass hoe. Okay, here, no, no, no. Here's what I don't like about her is that she mm-hmm. acts like she is like saint who never gets involved in mess and who's so <laughs> like above the drama. But then like we know that like undercover, she like sells stories and she'll do anything for oh, yeah. a, for yeah. a storyline on a show. But doesn't everybody? No. I I know but i would rather someone just be like i'm a fucking trash reality star and watch me work so rena yes that's what i love i love rena <laughs> would you like rena adam no wait <laughs> okay. i think i love lisa rena for those reasons because yeah. she is she owns her trash but with lvp you know i don't think anybody at least i never thought lvp was a saint i always knew that she was artfully crafting drama yeah. And that's totally. kind of, that was my favorite thing. She was the sniper from the side. And like, that's what I love about her. And I love that the sneakier she was, the more like Kyle bit down into her cuticles, you know? And I love that. I mean, cause I don't like Kyle. Yeah. I think Kyle's garbage. I can't stand her. I need her out. I need Ted. I'm so- one of the greatest gifts was that when Teddy quit, I was, I quit. never felt so. Th- she got fired. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be You're nice. So sweet. I, that, she got fired. She's boring. She was just. First of all, she came for Erica, who I used to love. But I mean, not that's in, problematic, not Adam. 
Oh, I loved Erica for <laughs> she's embezzled children, stuff. like chil- dead children's money. Oh, I used to love her, but then not. I don't like her now mm-hmm. because yeah, it's okay. it's a wreck now. Yeah. It's over now. Mm-hmm. But um, I never really liked Lisa. I thought she was dumb. She also blocked me on Instagram. So. Oh, I love that. Oh, I forgot about that. I love that. Thank you. You did say something mean, though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I asked her why she didn't invite Garcelle and Sutton to the after party. Inquiring oh, yes. Yeah, you talked yes, about this yes. on Dumpster Dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't mean. I was asking a legit question. I just wanted No, to that know. wasn't yeah. mean, actually. That's mean. okay. I've been blocked by Tom Sandoval. <gasps> oh. I know. Of oh, all fucking no. people. Tom fucking Sandoval. Tom. Can you imagine? Like. That's does so that make me a garbage person or him a little baby? Because baby. all I said to him, he had this one post. This is like way back. This is when Instagram just started letting you post like 10 second videos. So this is like eons ago. He posted a pic, a video of himself doing a high kick in slow motion and like a wig. And so I tagged one of my best friends and I said, ha ha, oh my God, he's the worst. But like in a loving <laughs> way. <laughs> Like, oh my God, he's the worst, right? But I, I watch Vanderpump Rules because they're all the worst, right? right? Yes, oh, yes. Every single one of those humans on Vanderpump Rules is sewer. Yeah. yeah. So he blocked me because I said, ha ha, oh my God, he's the worst. And I was like, come on. Have a I fucking mean, thicker I mean, skin. What does he do? I mean, That's like a I Jack's move. I would probably block someone if they said I was the worst. I think well, <laughs> I think I would. Get ready. I think I <laughs> Adam, bitch, that's why you're blocked, okay? <laughs> that's why you don't text me back. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting any texts. <laughs> but I'm friend of. No, I'm, I love Tom. I love you so much. I love you too, Adam. All right. Well, you know, I, I think those are... Joe Gorga is very problematic, but I know that Ooh. a lot of people want to bone him, which is fine. Yeah, just for, I, honestly, I'm not saying regularly. Like, I just want him Just once. the one. Tom knows. Tom knows who I want regularly from Summer House. Oh, Uh-oh. Carl. Carlito. Everybody. All of us. It's Juicy Butt. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, and I think, Tom, you were just on Monty's podcast, and you said something like, what was your hot take? My hot take was Carl's fat ass can never get fat enough. <laughs> <laughs> Feed it, just, 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 just feed it more. <laughs> the thicker he gets, the better he looks. I didn't like that he lost weight for the reunion. No, no, I was like, what are you doing? What are those sandwiches? Are like Italian sandwiches? Are called like muffaletta, muffaletta. They're like no. a, it's like I don't a know what that is. Adam knows. It's like a focaccia sandwich. Your jersey it's is weird. showing. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. Muffalata? Like, that sounds yeah. like a that sounds like a drink at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> That's actually my drag name. It's actually my drag name. So Muffalata. Thank you. Welcome to the stage. Cat cut it out, cat cow. It's like a oh really big fat sandwich and it's like made out of focaccia bread <laughs> and there's like a lot of meat and cheese in them. It was huge. It's like a cake. And I mean, that's what good. I think of when I, yeah, it's delicious. That's what oh, I think Carl, of when I, I think about Carl's big juicy butt. He's so hot. He's so hot. And I literally don't care. I mean, my God, what yeah. a man. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about all of the housewives. Unfortunately, we do have to talk about Dallas. But before we get into that, our last episode was Wednesday and we talked about 
we started to talk about the Porsche madness. Okay. And the funniest last thing week is, we did. yeah, so we recorded our last episode Monday evening. And by that point, all we had known was that Ooh, Porsche has posted yes. a picture with Simon and we were theorizing what it could have been. Now the episode released on Wednesday, by that point, we knew that Girl. Porsche had stolen her friend's ex-husband. <laughs> Okay, I have some theories. Call that theft? I don't know. Okay, so I have some theories. My first theory. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know much about social media. Okay, I'm not a social media goddess. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to grow a following, (laughs) and it's not working. Um, (laughs) But what I'll say is, I I have to think if you're trying to get like a storyline out there, a post to go viral, something like that. You're not going to intentionally do it on a Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern time, (laughs) Mm. which makes me think that a lot of this was unintentionally leaked. Like, why did she post her like owning up of the story Monday night? It's just such a bizarre time Mm. to like post something that is like on the level of like the Jen Shaw arrest for the Bravo accounts. It's just like a big, crazy storyline. You know what I mean? That feels like I think something you wake up to on on the Mm. cream is that Porsche is announcing something something no i think i think porsche is not that smart in general i <laughs> agreed like don't get me started about the atlanta housewives i will disintegrate each and every one of them <laughs> i i will blame all no. of them right I'm, now i think i'm over porsche yeah oh i'm over i've been over porsche i don't like candy i don't like kenya i don't like cynthia i don't like any of the girls honestly i think they're it's like it's a for me i think it's like as good as dallas at this point i think it's one of the boring most boring franchises right now oh that is a a hot hot juicy take you know i i don't i don't don't completely disagree yeah thank you because i feel like first of all are we talking about porsche sorry i don't mean yeah let's talk about porsche well real quick though time about your thing about her posting at 10 p.m first of all i like adam said i don't think porsche is that smart Two, I don't think Portia is like, like we think about those things of like, I have to time this post at a time when people are going to see it. Whereas like Portia's like, she could post whatever the fuck she wants at like 3 a.m. Millions yeah. of people are still going to see it because yeah. it yeah. does, I don't think she cares yeah. that much. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's talk about Portia. So from the last episode to now, we now know, uh, of, of, at least this podcast, we know that Portia is engaged to Simon, the Nigerian oil tycoon or whatever the hell he is. Not to be confused with Simon Van Campen. Yeah. <laughs> um, get off of this podcast. <laughs> Love off. I'm obsessed with Not you. Not the father of Francois. And what was the other child's name? I don't know. Some <laughs> white French name. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is it Jacques? Jacques. No. Um, Jacques? It's something with a J, but whatever. God damn it, now this is bothering me. No, you're right. It is a J. It's uh, Johan. Oh, Johan. Oh, Johan. Oh, Johan. Yeah, yeah, it's Johan. Not to be confused Johan oh, and Francois' dad. So weird. Johan. <laughs> but, okay, so Simon apparently has a ton of fucking kids. He's got two six-year-olds that are not twins, but they're both six. Wait, I did not know that. Yeah, the man has two six-year-olds that are not twins. <laughs> so oh. he's just 
Everybody gets a baby by Simon, basically. Uh, we know for sure that she is engaged to this man after supposedly one month. She claims that she and Fallon are not friends and that his divorce is apparently settled, which none of that is true. She no. was friends with Fallon. Their divorce isn't through, is not uh, is not complete yet. It's a whole bunch of shitty overlap right now. The timeline's fucked. But now the big other thing is people think that she's pregnant and they also think that Fallon is pregnant. Oh, well, did you not hear the breaking news on Wednesday? Williams this morning about this whole situation? No. No, what now? Grab your drink and come close. <laughs> so, apparently, as Wendy Williams, <laughs> or oh, allegedly, how you do it? She, allegedly. Um, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I, now hold on. Okay, anyway, sorry. I love doing Wendy Williams impersonations. Anyway, so Wendy reported that this guy was hanging out with this other woman and she, like, was posting photos and videos of them hanging out, like, in the drop top and all this stuff like that at the same time that he was dating Portia. Oh, the girl from Buckhead? <laughs> with the sweatshirt? Yeah. The white girl? With the, she, yeah, the white girl. Yeah. yeah and she yeah. was on, like, that. She was on something, Jasmine, something radio show something like that yeah. and she was like oh yeah like I knew nothing about Portia I was hanging out with him going on all this stuff like he said he hated his wife and all this stuff like that so I mean and when he was like now Portia now hold on now like <laughs> you better run unless you're pregnant then you won but like I just T.S. Madison said it perfectly she was like you're sitting at my table eating my food with my husband just plotting and plotting and plotting and then now this it's like this is a dirty move on her part yeah. I think I'm sorry I mean oh nothing to be sorry about I agree that clip that's going around now of Portia being at the pool party this season at Fallon's house yeah and Simon sitting there smoking a cigar is chilling to watch oh. now it's, yeah, he's, he's planning his next move. Oh, it's yeah. so fucking creepy. Men are gross. Oh, men are gross. The part of his statement that really made me grossed out is that he was like, I knew I would get married again. And it's like, your marriage isn't over. Yeah. Like, like yeah. what are you talking about? And something about Atlanta that it may it like makes me confused and sad. A lot of emotions is that no woman on that show besides Candy and Todd has been successful in finding someone that is of value. Like mm -hmm. even Nini yeah. dealt with so much issues with Greg and like mm -hmm. like no wow. woman on that show can figure out the example of like a good relationship and a lot of them who are single can't live in singlehood either yeah. like something i love about the new york women is that they just thrive in their singlehood mm -hmm. and fuck around it's like why can't kenya moore just fuck around like let yeah. her do that yeah they I, I, this, yeah. this, this this desperate need and like as a single man myself yeah i like being it's fun being single it's it's enjoyable you know yeah. and i just feel like there's just this, like why ain't you got no man why ain't you got no man it's like because i don't want no man laying in my bed and like stealing all my money and cheating on me and giving me all this emotional stress yeah and like ruining my uterus with one of their seeds you know <laughs> what i mean like mm -hmm. you wish bitch <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Carl, I don't care. <laughs> Whoa, send that out. Um, no, but like, yeah, I, I just, that franchise, it's just, it's boring. I mean, it's like what Wendy said too on her show, at least Portia secured that peach for herself because she really did. I mean, what a storyline. I mean, did she, she secured her peach and I hope that she secured one for Fallon, I guess. Well, guys, I don't think she's coming back. I think she's over it. She's setting this shit on fire. Like, oh, you don't think Portia's going, coming back? 
Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. You think she's going to get fired or just like no, stop? No, I think she's no, done. I think she's done. Damn. Oh, well. Yeah. Bye. I mean, I'll watch her again on the show, but I feel like next season we're entering into Nini territory in yes. a bad way where yes. Nini stayed on the show when she had no friends just because she wanted the check and the fame. Yep. Yeah. And I don't think Portia is that desperate for fame. She can be successful on, on her own. I mean, where I Nini can't. I don't know. It would surprise you. I wouldn't be surprised if Portia came back. I think that Portia is going to see how she does this time where they're not filming. And I think that's probably going to be how she decides it's whether or not she comes one. back. Yeah. And that's I agree. True. She was doing the Nini thing during the reunion. She mm-hmm. basically yeah. became baby Nini. And I was like, mm, that's not really who you should be. It's really, no. it wasn't fun. But you know, congratulations, Portia, if you are having a baby, I guess. You know, you have a very wealthy small child. Now, I heard a theory mm-hmm. via Chelsea of Ono Bravo. She mm-hmm. was saying this on Monty's podcast when I was with them. And this theory actually, I think, makes a lot of sense. Is that, like, if part of her and mm-hmm. Dennis's deal was mm-hmm. that she could have, she wants another child by him so they have the same father. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they didn't even have sex, but just like IVF or something like that. She found out that she was pregnant mm-hmm. with PJ's sibling. You know, mm-hmm. while finding out that she was pregnant, she was actually already dating this man. Yep. Which is why she spent Mother's Day with the the actual father of her first and now second child. Mm-hmm. And with who, like, would be, you know, financially supporting both of them. And also, she made a big comment about how they're going to be, like, this big happy family, like, Mm -hmm. the three of them. At first, it sounded crazy. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, actually, I could see, like, her wanting to have another kid with Dennis. Not in a relationship way, but just so one dad, you know? Because, remember, she grew up in a situation where her and her sister did not have the same father. Yeah. yeah. I heard that theory too on the podcast and I agree because Dennis couldn't be more fucking thrilled that somebody else is going to be taking care of that child. That oh. picture was fucking weird. Okay. So weird. The three yeah. of them standing there. I think somebody said, I think maybe Tom, you said it was like a prom picture. Dennis was like, here you go. Like, here's, <laughs> here's the baby and the woman and you can have her now as long as I, he was all too fucking happy. Oh, okay. Those Atlanta girls. You know, whoever's baby it is. Is, I guess Portia's gonna be riding in a PJ now. The PJ's gonna be riding in a PJ too. So good for PJ her. PJ got her PJ. Best of luck. Best of luck. Okay, unfortunately, we do have to talk about Dallas, guys. This <laughs> okay. this franchise needs to just it's gotta go. There's no way, there's no way that Dallas continues to be on Bravo. I will say that last reunion was pretty good. The reunion, I the actually... last the last episode of the reunion. <laughs> I think there are stories there that are interesting. I could see them bringing it back because the show, I think, cost them zero dollars to make because, like, they pay these women nothing. Literally. They don't do mm-hmm. much. They probably still make money off of it because I don't even think, despite it, mm-hmm. like, only getting, I think it's like half a million viewers, that's still the mm-hmm. same level as Summer House. Like, that's yeah. the same amount of viewers yeah. as Summer House has. And guess what? We're talking about it. Like, and I think that, yeah. I think. I think they could do one more and try and do get something going with Tiffany if Tiffany is able to come back. But Tiffany is it, by the way. Tiffany is it. She is, but me. if I was her, I don't know if I'd want to come on the show again. Oh, I wouldn't come back. Not no. if Shart Westcott's no. sister-in-law was on the show. Okay, so this Dallas reunion was bad enough, but for anybody who's not on Twitter and social media all the time, the Westcott's really just want bananas on Twitter. You got Cameron, you got Court, you got Chart. Look, no, why? no, we call him Shart. His we name, call him I, Shart. his name is Shart Westcott. Okay. <laughs> Okay, these, 
these white people have lost their fucking mind. Lost Real their mind. Of Dallas. Okay. Lost it. It was like we've we have spent the entire season watching it and talking about these microaggressions that are happening to Tiffany. And you would what think- What did they expect? Sorry. Yeah. You would think that like maybe they would understand or take something in or at least just be fucking quiet. But like yeah. Cameron Westcott is the worst kind of person, but I'm really mad at the production team and I'm really irritated with Andy. And the one moment where I realized, okay, fuck these motherfuckers is when- when Tiffany and Cameron are forced to hug each other. It's horrible. It's like the so worst hug since like stupid. Daniel Staub hugged Jacqueline Lorita in New Jersey. And just lingered in that hug. Lingered in the hug. Poor Tiffany was like, get this lady off of me. Yeah. And then they cut to break or something. And Tiffany's sitting there and she goes, you'll make friends, they said. Or blah, blah, blah. Like she's saying that. And production goes, but you did make friends. You guys just hugged, didn't you? And I'm like, are you fuckers blind? Like, do you not understand what's happening? This woman is forced to sit there and make nice with her aggressor like are you kidding me and Andy motherfucking Cohen just sat there and let it happen you want to talk about problematic Andy Cohen is problematic yeah tell me Adam tell me your thoughts about it let me be clear about this Tom knows how I feel about Andy Cohen I think great job creating a franchise and multiple franchises that are wildly entertaining I mean I will never say that Andy's hustle is not a hustle that you have to admire his hustle I mean incredible work ethic and everything like that. That being said, I do think Andy Cohen is probably one of the most problematic people out there right next to Ellen DeGeneres for me. That's just my personal Mm. opinion. I think he's a nicer person than Ellen. I'm sure. But I think that that situation was just so like not correct. It was like in the sense of like kind of going back to like the whole Monique situation with the reunion and how there was just this like whole focus on Monique. Like you don't lay hands on people. You don't do this. You don't do that. But like that's okay in New York and that's okay in New Jersey when shit goes down. Like nobody's having like a think session with any of these white women in New York and New Jersey. But we have to have like a whole moment for Monique. And it's just like, okay, well, either it's everybody or you're just you should just let Monique live Mm -hmm. in that sense. I'm not saying Monique was correct, Mm -hmm. you know. No, but I just, it, it's just, it's very odd what is chosen to be talked yeah. about and chosen not to be talked about. And yeah. I don't know. I just, I have an issue with production yeah. in general. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with you. Well, and let us not forget, he said in that New York Times article, was it New York Times? Where did he have that article? There's an article that came out very recently. I think it was New York did, Times. I think it was. And he was talking about how he wishes that a lot of these people who have gotten let go due to cancel culture and, and ra- oh, ra- yeah. racist remarks and stuff how he wishes a lot of them could have stayed on the show because like there's a redemption level and there's a learning process that is important for people to like see instead of just getting rid of them. Which I see, I see what he's saying yeah. in some terms where it's like, it is important because white people are only going to learn from white people. Unfortunately, it's, it, it's the only yeah. way, it's a, the only way that demographic is going to learn about a lot of stuff. I think. Absolutely. And I think that's true. Yeah. But I, yes, but at the same time, when people lay hands on each other, why can't we let them also learn from those mistakes as well Mm -hmm. like when black women lay hands on each other you're like well get her off the show but Mm -hmm. it's like 
well, why can't Monique work through her anger problems on the show? Like you, you, you want to keep Kelly Dodd around for like creating this army of racists. Mm-hmm. See but, what I'm like, saying? Monique can't stay around. Yeah. Do you guys follow Jonathan Chandler on Instagram? He, he's a writer. Um, he's a contributor for a lot of different like yeah. um, articles and magazines. But he wrote an article for Betches that just came out today, I believe. Yes, yeah. today's the 13th. It's titled Dear Bravo, adding diversity doesn't automatically eradicate the racism from your shows. Bingo. Yep. Read the article. I I read it this afternoon and it's really great. Essentially, it's about just that. Like sometimes I almost obviously diversity is important, but sometimes I get worried when we throw one person of color into a group of white women. What the fuck's going to happen? It's like they expect that like ebony. They expect that they just fixed New York by throwing ebony in. And it's like, well, that's going to take time, you know? Yeah, because you're having women of color pop in to do the emotional labor of teaching these white ladies a lesson. And look, I get what Andy's saying where like white people are going to learn from each other. But the problem that happens at the reunion is Andy is still forcing Tiffany to be the one that explains these things to these morons. He's not sitting up there and going, wait, but guys, like this is what she probably means. You know, I think that there is some responsibility that he needs to take in how he talks to these women that are clearly behaving poorly to other women. And I get that he wants to sit up there and be neutral in a lot of situations, but these types of things are not the ones that you want to be neutral and silent on. And even then, it's no no secret, I do not like Brandy Redman, but even the way he was talking to Brandy, he was like, the way he talked about like Brandy's mother-in-law passing away in that like horrific accident, all that trauma that her daughter went through, he was kind of callous about like how he said it. And he was like, oh, so sad. This tragic thing happened. And also there's a video of your husband cheating on you. Like, yeah, all sort of said in the same salacious, like it was really icky. It was like, I don't like Brandy. But in that moment, I actually felt really bad for her. I was like, this is not okay the way this is being done. But then even then, even with Brandy and even holding Brandy accountable for the shit that she did or how she treated Tiffany, it was like just glazed over like the entire two reunions. There was more time spent where Tiffany had to explain why she was offended. Yeah, on chicken feet then like, why are we talking about this and also like cam is so dumb i think and i, I only watched it once but i believe that what she said when she pulled out her receipts at one point she goes twitter had you remove your post about white splaining right but she goes it says it right here and she read the thing and it said your tweet has been deleted from tiffany moon's twitter mm-hmm. so cam said that twitter sent her a note saying your tweet has been deleted from tiffany moon's twitter so was Cam's tweet removed by Twitter or was Tiffany's tweet removed by Twitter? Cameron is so fucking dumb. Like and it was Arthie said this last week, all of Dallas and especially these reunions are an assault to our sensibilities as people of color watching this show. And this is my issue with Andy. And like I keep saying this is like he appreciates and loves black culture. He loves so many different things that have to do with people of color. And I appreciate that and I appreciate that he celebrates that but then like you also do need to hold people accountable mm-hmm. and I don't think he does that yeah. I just don't think he does that I think he glazes over stuff I think he puts a black girl over here he puts an Asian girl over here and it's mm-hmm. just like and I'm just like but you're the creator like yeah. yes of course these are all women of a certain age we're all at an age of accountability but as like the creator 
you're kind of, for me, it's a thing of like, when you create something, you are then putting it on a platform and allowing things to happen. You're not setting guidelines. You're not stopping certain things. You're not saying like, I don't care how well you're liked. I don't care what how much money you bring into my franchise. What you said was inappropriate because he has done the same thing with Marlo, mm -hmm. with Nini about homophobic things. Yep. And totally legitimate and I totally agree however that needs to be across the board yeah exactly that needs to be across the board and like I know I might get a, a, a few uh, DMs that are a little mad at me but I don't like Andy Cohen oh it's don't worry our listeners also don't like Andy Cohen so any DMs that you get where people are mad at you are not our listeners it's somebody else also I can handle it don't <laughs> let, don't let the small frame fool you I'll get you together <laughs> No one has to know how small you are. It's just on social media. You just said I was 4'11", bitch, earlier this I don't think we were recording then. <laughs> oh, we weren't. <laughs> I love you, Tom. <laughs> That's my bitch. I fucking love Tom. <laughs> uh, well, well, let's talk about New York then because... <laughs> Ooh. We, do have, we do have Adam. I wanted to ask, what's your favorite franchise? Is it New York? It's a tie between New York and uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, wow. not Potomac. Oh my god, I complete. Oh, I was just going to talk about Potomac. I yeah, I thought you love Potomac. Oh, Potomac's number one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. I thought. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. How did I forget my dolls? Karen, queen of everything <laughs> that matters. To me. Karen is a listener Karen. of this podcast. I just get really mad. <laughs> Karen is my everything. Karen, I love Karen so. Fucking much. I adore her. Did you see this look that she posted? Oh my god. Breathtaking. What? Like full Simone like hair thing. Oh. I mean, it was everything to get me through the day. It is she's wild. I love so Potomac's my favorite, then New York and Beverly Hills, and yeah. then everything else can just yeah. be on. Karen Huger, because we've got to talk about it for just a second. I love Karen Huger because Karen Huger gives me like everything that Luann gives me, gives a lot of yeah. people, but like a better because better. <laughs> Delirious, crazy. <laughs> fabulous and lovable i mean when i tell you i want to go to brunch with her and just let the night con day continue like oh you wouldn't get much time with her she'd be gone after she finished her meal oh, i don't yeah, think she she's like i don't think she's one to hang around really oh. i'm like no you sit here bitch she can't really drink <laughs> sit right here. oh my god I love my her. favorite karen moment is when her wig was like a little askew with that buzz with me. <laughs> oh, she I goes hold on hold on hold on i think about her all the time all the my favorite <laughs> It's my favorite. And then it's like on backward. Oh my god! It's so I mean, it wasn't even a wig. It was a hat. It was gently, <laughs> gently placed upon the head. Oh god, I love what, it. What, so anyway, yes, that, those are my three favorites. Okay. Sorry, we were talking about New York. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so let's talk about New York. So this week in New York, the ladies went to the Hamptons. They did a fake Burning Man situation, and Ramona said a bunch of problematic shit in her house. I thought it was a very good episode. Um, have you guys, either of you, been to Burning Man or had any desire to go to Burning Man? No. No. Okay, do I look like the Burning Man? Type? I don't know, guys. I don't know. No, I was, I'm all. I'm all set. No, it's it just it no, seems girl. like it seems like wild shit like rich white people do is that yeah no one's wearing who said i was rich i'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying you guys are very cool okay so i don't know i'm just i'm like what? a suburban mom like i don't know who's going to burn 
Not me, honey. It's too. It looks like it's too hot. It's too and I hot. Do not, you do that, bitch. I need AC. Very stinky. You're right. Nobody seems like they're wearing deodorant. Tom and I at Burning Man would literally look like this. <laughs> <laughs> Because I also like don't do drugs like that. Like I I, I love marijuana, yeah. but like I don't indulge in anything outside of that really. I mean I've dabbled, but nothing really does it for me. And like I want to do shrooms really bad, but I don't want to do shrooms at a music festival. I want to do shrooms as well, but I don't want to be in a desert with a bunch of people that I don't right. care yeah. to be around. I want to be like in a room with blankets and pillows yes. and romantic yes. comedies playing with like a good <laughs> glass of wine. Yes. Same. You yeah. know what I mean, bitch? Bitch, I'm gonna come over we'll do that 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 no, sounds lit yes yes i want but i don't want to be in my apartment like i want to be like upstate at a house like yes honey space, yes, yeah. in the fall yes yeah, a, that's my shrooms journey yeah. would you do well, shrooms at ramona's hampton house sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why not i was thinking that's about the bedroom such- bitch. i was like how do i get back to my room i'll know how to get back to my room <laughs> there i mean there would inevitably be a story there so like of course i do that <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was surprised that considering it is Real Housewives of New York and considering there's been a lot of critique about Burning Man or people that attend the festival doing a lot of cultural appropriation, that there was none of that this episode. I was pleasantly surprised. Well, Luann did look like an insurrectionist. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) not an insurrectionist. (laughs) Tom... Her outfit was wild. Am I am am I wrong? Her hat. She doesn't not look like a Q supporter. Mom said she looked like she had horns on her head and had bears for her. She did. She literally really did. Oh. Listen, tune into the dumpster dive with Tom Hamlet. My God, what an icon. I'm so annoyed because that joke is funny that I just made. And I did not say it on my podcast earlier today. You know what, Tom? I did it. I'm going to use it as a preview clip for the episode. So you're good. Oh, my God. (laughs) See, it's times like that where I'm like, I need a Twitter account. But then like, because I'm like, that's a tweet right there. That is a tweet. It is. But, but I don't have Twitter either. No, I, I can't do it though because I don't, I don't, it, Twitter gets so mean. Like I don't, and so granted, mean. I just called Luann an insurrectionist. So I mean, I, but, uh-huh. Allegedly. But like, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't want people coming for my, for like, I don't want feedback off of that. Instagram can get a little tricky too, by the way. Instagram oh, yeah. can get a little tricky. I mean, people yeah. came for me for writing shitty things on Kyle's account. <laughs> Tom Sandoval did Sounds like me. you're a troll. I mean, if the jewel on the belly button fits, why not wear it? You know, Adam, I can't. <laughs> okay, we 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 segued. We I'm a nice person. We no, you are so nice. <laughs> Tom, okay. I love this. Thank okay. you so much for having me. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Same. <laughs> So back to the costumes at this party. Dude, Ramona, you know, she's a pain in the ass, but that body really is quite something. Good Lord, those boots. Got it together. Oh my God. She drinks like a bottle of wine and two martinis a night and looks like that. I know. Meanwhile, over here. (laughs) I know. I'm like, like, I guess I'll do sit ups. What's that fish (laughs) that like lives in the bottom of the ocean that has like the like big, like, like the two triple chins? Like, that's what I feel like I look like. (laughs) 
<laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, first of all, you're both beautiful. Okay. Thank you. That like was it. me fishing for a compliment. Don't talk about you. my friends that way, okay? Thank you. I've been moisturizing. <laughs> Yeah, everybody looked great. They had this healer come. Wait, before they had the healer come, Ramona is doing a tour of the house for Ebony. And she shows her the bidet. And then she sort of implies that she uses the bidet to masturbate. Work. Oh, yeah, she does. Hey, <laughs> live. Like, Work. I was like, okay. okay. Whatever right. gets you going. You know, it, it's, it's there to clean your yeah. butt, but okay. Yeah, turn um, it up. <laughs> she probably if, if you if you reverse cowgirl uh, a toilet seat, you could probably get the feeling right, don't you think? <laughs> I don't. You don't need to reverse Absolutely, cowgirl because because the bidet has like the settings to like point yeah, it in the direct, direction so, in your of your vagina. Your vagina. Like you're, you're familiar. <laughs> well, we're a bidet family, so oh, we're <laughs> Save I'm the not environment. saying that I've used it for that. Okay, we're b- bidet since day one, honey. So Listen, anyway, bidet. Bidet, bidet one, if you will. Um, oh, God. That was, that's not going to make the <laughs> that, preview. That's not a tweet. <laughs> we'll take that out in post. <laughs> they, have, they have this healer come. And Ooh. Ramona, as usual, is like a real pain in the ass, the healer. And then they all are sitting around and they're talking about the things that they, I guess, want to improve about themselves or whatever Ramona puts on her baby voice which is always just so insanely psychotic to me she's so psychotic crazy but I like I love it I could watch her and then also it's so funny because the production team also knows because as soon as Ramona starts talking in her baby voice the music in the background turns into like clown music have you noticed that it's like boom 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 it's amazing but the girls start screaming everybody's screaming out their emotions and like Leah's having this emotional moment because her grandmother is sick and so she's screaming and crying and then Luann screams but she waves her arms in the air and she looks like a fucking Muppet it was. It was, it was wild. Or an insurrectionist. <laughs> <laughs> she was reliving the moment. January 6th, baby. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But, um, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but overall, what did you guys think of the episode? I thought it was fun. And I like the Ebony at some point was like, I'm done. And I just, I'm going to go sleep in my room. I was like, yeah, that would definitely be me. Oh, 100%. I've been there. Where I was like, good night. And like- <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was fun. I, I can watch them do anything. My yeah. One of my favorite moments was Ebony's. I, t- I have two Ebony moments that I want to talk about. One is I died when she, she said in quote if a blouse and some pasties makes you feel great about yourself live bitch live yeah yes honey (laughs) that's it i mean i love i i mean i'm so stoked about ebony and she's so fun she's and i love that she's friends with leah because leah's my favorite i love leah i think leah's great Mm. okay i'm shocked by ebony and ramona are getting along so well i'm very shocked by that i don't think it'll be long because because Ramona yeah. is talking down to her a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like she's that woman that like yells at a blind person. Like that's the type of person that <laughs> Ramona is. Like right. you're like, why are you yeah. yelling at them? They yeah. can hear. They're just blind. Like, right, right. That's how she's talking to Ebony. Yeah. It's like she's not dumb. She's mm-hmm. black. 
Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, she's the kind of person that would like meet me and then like enunciate all of her words because she's just like that I don't uh, know. Okay, absolutely. (laughs) The other Ebony thing I want to talk about is something that I red flagged a little bit on Ebony as like a person, but I think it'll be great for the show is when she was talking about her ex-boyfriend and how she said that the reason she broke up with him was because he wanted to be with his children yeah oh no during a global pandemic yeah and i'm like wait girl i'm like you you she has a bit of luann um self-absorbedness about her that i think we'll see which i do love for a housewife but i i don't think she is like leah and that a lot of people like think leah is like the housewife for the people like she's just so like more normal to a lot of people or more grounded than other housewives i think ebony is just a a breath of fresh air but i do think she has some housewife material that is going to be interesting to watch oh yeah i think like i keep hearing her say that i'm and i just want to be like oh what else and but that's not it that's it she's like well he wanted to spend time with his kids during the pandemic and i was like Right. Uh, you didn't want to join him no and like, also, just respect the time also like you're in new york and he's in new jersey why are you acting like you went to guam mama i was like <laughs> is he in south africa like <laughs> what's happening on this like, yeah it was it's weird 30 minute ride like- there was no traffic during the pandemic from new jersey to new york so like no. it's a 20 minute drive <laughs> well and also too, i think if you're a housewife you have to be a little tick tick boo and I, I, 1,000%. I, I think that that's her little tick. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to watch her date. I think that's going to be a real, like, we're really going to see some good stuff from her, too. Also, she said last episode that she was dating the owner of a football team, and he was, like, a minority owner. And then I looked it up because I was like, who is she dating? And there's only two minority football owners. And one is a Pakistani man. He's the owner of the Jaguars. Work. And then the other one is, uh, I think, woman of color. I don't know what team she owns. But I was like, who did she date? Well, and I also love her theory of dating. Like, don't date the talent, date the owner. And I'm like... It's perfect. I've never dated an owner. I've only dated the talent. Yeah, (laughs) of course. I like to fancy myself the owner, but I'm not. I know that's right, bitch. I know that's right, bitch. I own 58% of this company. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm so glad you clocked that, Tom. Because I've been hearing her say that over and over. I was like, but like, I just want to know what the problem was. Yeah. Like, is that really the problem or was his like dick not working? Like what's happening? Like, because if, yeah, for me, I like have come to terms in the past like couple of years with how I might, I don't think I want to have children. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be like the uncle to so many children. Like I have so many fr- yeah. friends that are going to have a lot of kids and like yeah. Brian, my partner does not have any interest in having children either. And I'm like, I think like that's okay. Like, and I feel really confident about that. But if she wanted to date someone who had children, she did it. And she clearly wanted that. But then why were you so mad, mad that he went to be with them? Like, yeah, you, you dated a long, had a long term relationship with each. I think she like knew the kids too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. about to marry the dude. Yeah. Just, it was odd. I think there's something else there. It. I don't think that's, yeah. I don't think that's just it. And if it is just it, that's fine. But like for good TV, but right. in general, I'm just like, well, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, but I love also- it. 
Adam, I'm sure you know this. This is like your, your podcast covers this so much, but like you can be a very great person. You could be great in your career. You could be super woke. You could be a, like a, a lovely, empathetic, humanitarian human being. You could be an absolute monster in a relationship. So like it could be that Ebony is like real, a real selfish person when it comes to her relationships or she wants all of the attention in her relationship. And that's why she wasn't okay with this man going to be with his family in New Jersey oh, during yeah, a pandemic. Totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think there's so many people that are good humans in general, but in relationships, they're a disaster. Yeah. You know, it brings a different side of you. And I think that's what's so interesting about relationships in general. It's like, it, it's a different type of thing rather than a friendship that I, you know, have. I'm different in a friendship than I am in a, when I'm dating someone because it's a different piece of my heart or whatever. Whatever. So you act differently and you're yeah. a little bit more protective and it brings out some tick, tick, boom aspects of your of your psyche. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's hers. It's like, and we don't know what happened to her in the past and, you know, jealousy and why aren't you giving me all this attention? So I think there's a lot to unravel there, but I'm super stoked about her. I think she's doing a bomb ass job. And yeah. I think all the women on New York, like, I don't think there's, there's not one. I mean, I, I can't stand Ramona, but she's, she, she makes a great housewife. Essential she, evil. I think, uh, yeah. I think that, I think the New York is the best franchise right now. You know, I really miss my Dorinda. I do. I know she's a monster. I, I know. It's so sad. I miss Dorinda too, but I, speaking of problematic, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way that she just came after Tinsley, I, it was, yeah. it was, it got uncomfortable. Absolutely. So many times. And I, and, you know, I don't indifferent about Tinsley in general, but I still thought it was like, damn, Dorinda, like, pull it. Yeah. I don't miss her. Oh, that's okay. You know what? No, that's I, okay. It's not that I, I, you can I, just, I don't think of her, like, which I think is. <laughs> no, I know. I don't, when I watch the show, I'm not thinking about her. And like, yeah, there's been no. seasons where we've lost women and I've like when Bethany was gone I was like okay this is weird because like they were talking about Bethany so much and like but like Dorinda like she went out with such like anger that like I'm happy she's not there like I I really am but I I also think that yeah no I I definitely think she'll come back yeah by the way just to put it out there Adam I know that you said you love Leah I almost ejected you from this podcast. Okay. Yeah, I I'm, not, I'm not a Leah fan either. Oh, I, I, I listen. I think maybe love is a strong word. I, I, I do enjoy her. I think she's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like okay. I'm trying to think of who else she would be for me. She's like, what's her name from uh, Potomac? Robin. She's a Robin to me. She's fine. Leah no. is a Robin to you. Hmm. Yeah, I think Robin's fine. Mm, she doesn't that's... do anything. Interesting. I think Leah's a real shit star because I saw the previews for the next episode. They already like released it, right? And mm-hmm. apparently she sits around at the table and then she's like, What are we gonna do about Heather? Because Heather's been talking shit about us. And it, it really- Oh, I love that Heather's back, by the way. I love Heather. Yeah, not for long. Yeah, it's it's just for like a brief moment she shows up. But the thing is, like Leah is so offended by this woman who has been previously on the show talking about the show and talking about these castmates, and she's acting like she's coming in defense of Luann and Ramona. Leah herself is talking shit about them all the time on social media. So like, yeah. 
I don't understand why Leah is so like hopped up and defensive of yes. the franchise. And like, bitch, you've been on the show for one season. I get it that you're like a fan favorite, but like you don't come for Heather Thompson for like just going and talking about the show. You're going to talk about the show eventually when you're not on the show anymore. So like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Well, I think the real reason that she doesn't like Heather is because they have a very similar career yes. path. Yes. And Heather's career path was a bit more lucrative than mm -hmm. Leah's was. Like, yeah. they were both working in the fashion appropriation business. <laughs> Corporations. <laughs> yeah, it's called appropriation. No, no, I didn't say corporations. They said appropriations. Oh, I thought you said corporations. No. I was like, what corporation? <laughs> no, they're no, both appropriation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like Fubu came out as like this like for us by us black athleisure in the '90s, and then Married to the Mob is essentially just like for us by us for white people by white people. Literally, <laughs> and her fashions are not great. She no, wants. She it's not fashion with a bow on. It's um, it's a choice. Yeah, yeah. I choice. also like. I don't know something about Leah, and I don't know if this is just like me being oversensitive or whatever, and maybe it's with good intention, but Leah is doing this sort of protective thing with Ebony that I don't love. Oh yeah, she it seems like she doesn't want Ebony to be around anybody and I'm just like that's odd. Why not? Like I feel like she needs, I could see it in the first episode. I was just like why is she starting stuff and frowning already? Does she Is she trying to get Ebony all to herself yes. so that like it's like a team situation? That kind of concerns me about how Leah's story is going to be mm -hmm. this season because like, I'm concerned I'm not going to like her by the end of the season I, I, that is a big concern of mine yeah um i mean not a concern like i i don't know her it's fine if I don't <laughs> No. I'd be more concerned if like something happened and I didn't like either one of you. I'd be like, what am I gonna do? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time, she'll like, I she'll be shit. okay. Yeah. I, no, I think I I agree. I, I I can. It's something about her is like one. I didn't like the first episode where she's already like kind of rallying Ebony up about yeah. these women. And two, when she's there, she said something at the end about about something about like when Ebony goes upstairs, she's like, you know, Ebony was really vulnerable in front of these people and I understand like shutting down once you're vulnerable on these people it's like Ebony shared yes this like moment and she like kind of like got a little weepy she's probably just walking away from you guys because you're a bunch of hammered old white ladies and Ebony was like I've had enough like it has nothing to do it with her vulnerability tired. or her emotions it was like I don't need Leah speaking for Ebony and something yeah. about it is rubbing me the wrong way and I know that some of that might be my own sensitivity but I don't love that because I also just don't like Leah. So it's like the other thing. Yeah, no, I see it. I see what you're saying. The more you're talking about it, the more I'm like, I need to keep my eye on Leah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about New Jersey. Very surprised that this was the New Jersey finale, by the way. I did not realize that the show was over. I think Summerhouse had more episodes. Yeah. yeah. It was it very was... short season. Um, they had this Halloween party. The Aidens had an anniversary dinner, and they're just stealing my heart. And then what else happened? Oh, and then we met Louie, Teresa's new boyfriend. Okay, what do we think of Louie? Apparently, allegedly, Louie was part of a sex cult. <laughs> Louis Louis looked like he allegedly did a couple rails and had a couple of vodka sodas before he sat down at that table. He, I, he, I've never seen some someone with such an alcoholic skin tone. Oh, 
There's never been someone redder on television. I mean, just he looked so puffy. I was like, my God. Sir. And this is coming from someone who I have naturally very like red tinted skin and I like to drink. So, you know, I from one to another, let me just say, you like check yourself, you're on television, okay? Tom said, Tom, Tom said he is I and I is he. Okay. So I know <laughs> I'm just like I have two drinks Tom and I'm like red. Water. Yeah, yeah, you have to hydrate. Tom said, get a glass of Pedialyte, you fucking bitch. Uh, no, I <laughs> Yeah, he he's fine. It's fine. I don't know. I He I don't photographs know. different than he appears on camera. Did you know I know that? that's right. Yes. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, in and the words voice. of Cardi B. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, I also was surprised by his voice. Oh, like, yeah. Something about him seemed very polished in that he knew that he was going to be on TV. Like, he had his whole, like, thing. He had, like, a shtick down. You know, like, he, he wants to be to- on TV, by the yes. way. He yes. wants, he knows yes. the camera. As my drag mom says, he wanted to wear the wig. Like, he. He does. Absolutely. He 100%. wanted to wear the wig. He, he is. It's. I, I have to be honest. I literally don't care. Like I, I, I don't I, care either. I actually I, don't I'm care. So I know this sounds really harsh. I literally don't care about Teresa's storyline. I think it's mm. wild, boring. The only one I care about is Marge. Marge for the win. Yeah, I agree. I have a spinoff show for Marge, and I would watch every single episode. I mean, Melissa Gorga, that whole situation. By the way, I mean, I, I don't think what's her name was wrong a few seasons ago. I don't think about the situation that she said, but I do feel like there's stuff that is so like produced out of yeah. Melissa. I also don't like Melissa. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like a lot of people. I I feel like I've been saying that a lot on this podcast. It's but. okay. That's the whole point. We don't like them, but we, we watch them. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll tell them. So we watch the show because <laughs> I like them. By the way, the hottest guy, I, I actually am going to take away my um, hottest guy moment on Jersey. I think the hottest guy on Jersey is Jackie's husband. Oh, yeah. Evan. That's, oh, yeah. He's objectively that's, so hot. That's Tom's boy. I'm not into him. He literally lay on top of me fully clothed. I just want to feel the weight of him. He is <laughs> so hot. Him with that stash. I was like, porn, full 70s porn moment. I was like, I'm into it. <laughs> I said, um, I... Wait, that made me laugh because you know in Summer House there was like Carl, that was like a Carl thing. Carl would always really put your weight on me. <laughs> Woo! My Adam, God. Adam, you weigh like less than my cell phone. I can't imagine you putting your weight on anyone. <laughs> Thank you. She's um, no. <laughs> I'm not into Evan, but I know a lot of people are, and I respect your choices. Fine. But he's not for me. I would stalk him and make him bring me home. Oh. Yeah, that's right, bitch. You better. You better work. <laughs> I, you know what? I I cannot wait till the three of us are all together just at a bar, just gossiping like some three birds. Oh. I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait for that day. Oh, hey, we, that mask mandate was just lifted. I'm fully vaxxed. I can go anytime. Yeah. I know that's right. Yeah. I've had my I've had my vaccine since January. I've just been fucking sitting here waiting for people to hang out with me. Listen, I'm three, I'm three hours away. I can hop in my little Volkswagen Beetle and toot toot all the way up. <laughs> Honey, I ain't scared. So so they have this, um, speaking of March, they have this great Halloween party. It seems like I guess just a lovely time in a suburb of New Jersey. I want to ask the question: Do you think the Gorgas knew what a chauvinist was when the word was said? I think Melissa does, but I don't think Joe does. But no. I think he's he Googled it. Yeah, he was like, "What the fuck is that?" 
Yeah, it's just, it was so dumb. It was like, I don't even understand why this is a discussion. I don't know why it took like three commercial breaks to talk about it in the last episode. It was like way too overproduced. Yeah. yeah. I really hated it. I don't care about Melissa and her ass backwards husband. We, can't, <sighs> we know, we know, Melissa, we've been watching you guys for seasons upon seasons. We know your relationship and we don't give a fuck. You're still married to him. And it really yeah. doesn't matter. And it's not interesting. So I have not believed any of this Joe and Melissa storyline. But then I actually, this episode, started to believe it. And Kix and I were saying on our pod that, like, if you carry a storyline for long enough, the storyline might just become real. Like, I think that part of it was, like, half joking when it started. And then, like... Now, like as it can, a- after he did the thing at the Dolores, the, the at the party at what's her face's house to Dolores and like all that stuff, I think that I think that the storyline has become real actually, and I do think that there's actually yeah. issues, and I do actually believe Melissa, and I don't like Melissa, but I do believe her when she says, "If you think it's happening, it probably is, and it's actually probably worse than you think." You know, I agree. I think my issue with it is that I don't believe this is a new thing. Like I think no. that Melissa may have realized it now but it's like melissa this isn't a surprise that you're in this relationship that is so ass backwards and your husband is the way he is like nobody thought he was some prince fucking charming when we met you the first time and all he talked about was railing his wife like he's not some like sweetheart that we've like all fallen in love with we know who joe gorga is i do agree with you that it's one of it might be one of those things where like she's realizing as the show is going on that maybe this like fake thing is a real thing i agree with that and yeah adam i also love dolores oh my god i love dolores or as wendy williams calls her black dolores i think that's <laughs> the funniest fucking thing i've ever heard in my life she says it all the time she's like black dolores i love her um, <laughs> she says the I black mean, Dolores one. is, yeah, like, you know, the black one. I mean, obsessed with Wendy Williams. Yeah. Um, but no, Dolores is everything. I think she's she's my favorite one. Of, well, oof, she's she's neck and neck with Marge. The only reason why I think that Dolores is a little bit more my favorite is because of how much she can't stand Ramona. Yes. Okay, so we've not talked about Ooh. this on the podcast ever because I keep forgetting. But yeah, there was this interview where Dolores just fucking goes in. Blamed. Oh my God, it was amazing. She she called her, she straight up called her a dirtbag. She was like, she Ramona's a fucking dirtbag bag and I was like I love you like the thing about Dolores that I love is her approach to relationships and everything like that I recognize myself a lot in that where it's just like yo like whatever makes me happy and whatever brings me some type of joy or whatever like that's my business like whatever you want to do over there yes. it's totally fine yep. but like if I'm not hurting myself if I'm not hurting others in a malicious horrible way you don't get to have an opinion about anything Absolutely. I mean you can but like watch your mouth. And I think that's something I really, really enjoy about Dolores. On top of, she's gorgeous. Like, Dolores is stunning. I think she's one of the most prettiest housewives out there like top five prettiest housewife out there yes absolutely i love the season about dolores that she finally was like fuck you guys i don't really want to talk about my relationship anymore yeah i want to do it it's not interesting and you guys have terrible relationships so why would i want to mirror my life like you guys like there was an episode where melissa was like i wish that somebody would like give their life for you and i was like dolores doesn't seem like someone who would want that she doesn't even want to inconvenience people when she goes to the doctor so what the fuck would you 
want to like, no. right. and no. I just, I, I was just, when Melissa said that, I want to be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like nobody cares about your opinion that has to do with anything that has to do with relationships. Like shut your mouth. Yeah. Dolores has had this life. She's done all this shit. She did the good wife, good Italian wife thing and it didn't yeah. work out. And now she's got a handyman ex-husband who is riding her coattails to money because he needs that Bravo check. Yeah. So he's just going to do whatever the hell she wants. And she's got this fantastic doctor man who's laying it down in the bedroom, so built sweet. her a house, gave her a Porsche. What's the problem? Yeah. What's that like, to love? I, I want this... that life. Yeah. Good morning. Hi. She's single. Yeah. How do we sign up to be Dolores? What? Right. <laughs> Who does Brielle have to blow for us to be Dolores? Okay. I think Adam's down for anything. So. <laughs> Hi. I'm lonely. Uh- <laughs> Stop. But I will say my favorite couple is Jennifer and Bill Aiden. They're so lovely. So cute. Yeah. I I'm agree. just very surprised because I did not like Jennifer before. Yeah. She sold me. She sold me. She's quickly like one of my favorites on TV. And it blows my mind that Andy Cohen clearly hates her. Oh. But yeah. she's she's wonderful. She's great TV. She wants to get hammered. I really need March to calm down with this like shaming her for drinking. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. got like a billion kids. She wants to go and party. Let her do it. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, like just Marge, just, it's fine. Leave her alone. Yeah. Leave her alone. Let yeah. her fine. I like her. I think she's a good time gal. Yeah. yeah I she really looks like a good get, Judy. I really don't. Yes. I, yeah. I really don't like the, the drinking shaming. It's so silly when like, when Jen does not have an alcohol problem, she just likes to have fun and who the fuck cares? No. Yeah. I like to turn it up too. You know, like I, I think that gets a little tricky. But it's also mm. like if you if you're jealous about it, then join the fun. Don't be shady. Yeah. So they had this moment where uh, they had this little anniversary dinner with their family, and then Bill proposed to her. I okay, know. I loved watching that because you guys, that like just happened to me. Oh my god, really? Yeah. So I've been that married for so ten sweet. years, and very very much like Jennifer and Bill, I was never proposed to by my husband. We were we were together for three years before we got married, but like he never proposed to me. It was very like traditional in that his dad called my dad, and then we were out on a date. And then my mom called and was like, you're engaged. And I was like, okay, I guess we're engaged. It was like very traditional. We did have an engagement party and he did give me a ring, but it was like, he never got down on one knee. He never asked me, will you marry me? And then, so we had our 10 year, we're 10 year anniversaries in July, but in March, we were out to dinner in the city with the kids and he proposed to me proper Aww. with a new ring. And it was gigantic. Yes. It was huge. Show us. And, and Show us oh, it's in the bathroom. I'll put it on later. Yeah. But it's like a honker. It's huge. I, I like, mean, what is this? I was like, is the mortgage getting paid this month? Like, what's happening? He said, yes, both. <laughs> But it was so lovely to see that on TV because the thing I love on Housewives and just in reality TV in general is when you show unique stories that are different and wholesome. And like, I think, you know, we're seeing a lot of diversity. I will say Jennifer is a more diverse cast member in New Jersey, and it has actually worked quite well. You know, she gets to show different parts of her culture. The very first season, she talked about her brother having this arranged marriage. She talked a lot about that last season. She talked about her mother being... Being, having problems with her brother being gay like we're learning all of Mother, these things yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. And right now with her mom and her dad, like I actually think Jennifer is the one person where we have a diverse cast member and it works so well. Yeah. Like she's, I just, I loved it. I love that. Like it's little things. And I mean, I'm just like getting kind of, I got a little emotional watching it because it was so much like, oh my God, that's my life. And then also it's a little thing, but she said to her kids, you know, Baba never proposed to me. To hear somebody on TV call their husband, like call their father Baba, it's brand new because you don't see that on TV. Yeah. You, you're dead, right? And it's like something so little, but it was just done really well. And I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, I love her. I think also, you, your sweet. husband seems so sweet. Too. And congratulations. Yeah, he's, my husband's an angel. I'm obsessed with him. I mean, I stalked you on Instagram. <laughs> oh, he's and I so just think that cute. He's, yeah, he's hot. So cute. Oh God! Yeah, and he doesn't know it. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah, no keep idea. it that way. Yeah, keep he it that way. No idea. Call him a dog yeah. right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but also like Bill is great, and he yeah. like stuck up for the women, and he told Joe Gorga to fucking listen to women, and Joe Gorga was like, "You're drunk." I was yeah, like, oh, was. Yes. "Yeah." I will say the Jersey men are the. Like, I love watching the Jersey men interact. I think they're adorable together. Mm -hmm. Adorable. Do you think that other franchises would be better if we had more spousal involvement? Wow. I I don't know. I think it would make for great TV. I don't think it would be the same type of serendipitous, really beautiful camaraderie that we see on Jersey. Because I think in other franchises, it gets a little tricky with who they're married to. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you think about the New Jersey. New Jersey. You know what I mean? Like, do you see what I'm saying, Tom? Yeah. Like, I think like like you look at the yeah. just the look just the New York husbands, and you're just like, oh, there's a lot of mess over here. Even the Potomac husbands, like, I, I just yeah, I think they well, just the Potomac out. husbands has a Michael Darby. So like, what are you gonna oh, do with well, that? You I know? can't wait well, to talk let's about not forget, that. Though, the well, Atlanta used to actually be like that, and it was good because remember they would do couple strips in Atlanta, yeah. like, and they were yeah. really successful. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, things kind of went away. But I think it's case by case. I love when the husbands are in play. That's why I love Married to Medicine, because the husbands are mm-hmm. like characters in the show. But yeah, it's, it, it's case by case. Like, I don't want to see anyone's husbands in Orange County. Oh, no. I don't no. watch that anymore. No, I don't either. No. I mean, New York, early seasons, New York, the husbands are very much involved. Yeah. We had the famous tennis match against Simon and Jill. Oh my God, that? that's right. Oh my <laughs> God. And, and never forget, never forget when Mario called Luann um, countless. <laughs> <laughs> what a flex. What a flex. <laughs> I love this stupid show. It's so good. So good. Uh, well, this the reunion looks good for New Jersey, by the way. Yeah, we already got it a couple of uh, previews, and that Jennifer Aiden is really coming for Marge. I live for it. It's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. I live it. Let's get yeah, it going. Let's do it. It's not that deep. You know what I mean? Like yes. that's what I like about it. It's like we're not talking about cheating scandals or things like that. We're literally just like, I don't like you. It's like yeah, you're annoying. Just, like, fun like base you. fights. Like you know, yeah. like that's why we watch the shows. Yeah, like one of the previews showed that uh, they're talking about this whole stupid thing with that Michelle Pius came on and she talked about Joe Gorga owing them money, which was so fake. But Jennifer tells Marge this and Jennifer says that Marge said to Jennifer in that moment, of course, my husband knows Joe Gorga never pays his bills or something like that, right? And Marge denies that this was said, but Jennifer was like, no, Marge said it. And I was like, of course Marge said it because everybody knows that that's true. Joe Gorga doesn't pay anybody. (laughs) 
like, duh. But I love like that's the type of fight we're having. That's a relatable thing where you talk shit about your friend to another friend and then that friend like blows your shit up. I have to say though, like I don't think I would be fun for reality TV because if I was like, Tom said bada boop a doop boop and if you went over and you were like, Adam said that, I'd be like, I did say that. And I, I'll tell you <laughs> now that that's what I feel. You know, because like, I don't, it doesn't bother me to just be like, yeah, I said that. So I would be boring. on. Yeah, no, I would say the same thing. Yeah. About me? How dare you? (laughs) I would be like Lisa Rinna when she was cornered. Oh, yes. So you're like, what? Wait, who? What? Me? What? I do not like me of her like doing the math problems. (laughs) Did I say Kim was going to, was near death? (laughs) And Erica was like, yeah, you did. And you know if Eric is getting you together. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely that person where I'm like, mm, I talked shit about you. Ooh, I did. But I'm going to pretend like I don't remember. Where, what else were you going to say, Tom? I think there's a lot going on in Bravo. We're in a very transitional period. We're moving from one set of housewives to another. Yeah. I do think we've been in a little slow moment. A lot of the housewives, I feel, mm-hmm. have been a bit on the snooze side of things. But I think yeah. we're heading yeah. into some exciting territory with New York as New York heats up. Beverly Hills and Potomac will be here before we know it. Can't wait. Now, real quick, I do want to touch on this because it was it just came out and I saw you storied about this, Tom, but the Winter House name has been released and it's apparently it's called Summer House Winter Fucking Charm. Can you... Uh, you guys, I hate it. I hate the name, okay? Who Hire me, Bravo, because I can come up with so many better names. <laughs> what what tired-ass queen is working there making these bum-ass titles? Also, Winter Charm doesn't make sense because Southern Charm. Like, like, Thank you. So I was like, it, it, should like be, it, it should be Winter House Northern Charm. Thank you. Yes, if we're going to swap like it. Like, 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 it doesn't like make any sense. House. I don't know. No. What about just Winter House? I think Winter yeah. House sounds great. So great. Winter House sounds great. Why do we have to give credit to Southern fucking Charm? Yeah, Southern People Charm. People are mad and- at Southern Charm. We don't need to talk about Southern Charm. Well, and also, did you notice that there was like WTs next to everything, which I guess I found out from Kiki Talk of Shame's Instagram that that means working title for some oh, of the other shows. I, I but some, it is. No, but Summer House of Winter Charm is not a working title. That was oh, the one that no. was like, that is the title. Girl. We could all have jobs at Bravo. Somebody okay. get my bag. I gotta get out of here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but I can't wait to fucking watch. I'll tell you. No, I'm gonna watch. Oh, I'll tell to you that. Oh my god, don't get it twisted. Yeah, I'll be there. I hate the title, but she's gonna watch. Okay, real quick, would you guys let uh, Austin Kroll throw it in? No, no, no. I no, no, uh, no. <laughs> he looks like a fucking muppet. He does. And, it's awful. It's insane to me. He's like a young Harry Dubin to me. Like, why do all these women want to fuck him? I don't understand. Money, money. But I think Harry money. Dubin is hotter. Ha- Wait. Austin's- <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I said what I said. I think Harry Dubin has like dad energy. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, to each I'm their saying, own. <laughs> I'm not saying I want to have sex with Harry Dubin, but I'm just saying he has to be doing something right if he's had this many women. And like, I feel like Harry Dubin minus 15 years would have been like pretty like hot dad. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I bet he was like hot early 40s. Yeah. I think it's one of those things like Wendy will. I keep quoting Wendy Williams. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wendy, come on the podcast. I know. I'd love to have you on. I'm a Wendy watcher. Wendy, I think with that situation, it's like what Wendy says when she's like, if you dim your eyes a bit, you can see it. I think that's how you're saying. Tom, just dim your eyes and you're like, okay, yeah, there it is. Would you let Simon put a baby in you? 
<laughs> Who, Van Kempen or... Uh, <laughs> Simon Van Kempen into this, Tom. You're killing Ooh. me. <laughs> no, to both. <laughs> well... It sounds like you think we, Adam and I are easy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you call, Are you calling me... Are you calling me a hoe? I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. I just want to figure out, you know, what you guys be up for. You just admitted to Harry Dubin, so I don't understand what you like, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> she said, I don't get you, bitch. <laughs> Listen, just remember, no matter what, guys, hashtag love wins. <laughs> there you go. Love is love is love is love. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. God. All right. Well, Adam, it was lovely to have you on the episode today. This was this was a who oh, I could I could I, I could have saved all of my content. Wait, are you what? Do you watch Married to Medicine? I was just gonna admit I've never seen an episode. <gasps> Gotta Adam, watch. It's must. great. Not because I don't want to. I just yeah, like yeah, I know. Yeah. Just hop in from season one, and it's an easy like ride. House? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. If you binge Summer House, honey, Married to Medicine is the best show on TV. All right, I'll get into it. It has Potomac energy. Like the women are very yes. funny. Like Potomac, I see that from them. Yeah, I see that from them. Yeah, yeah. they're they're yeah. wonderful. They're perfect. Well, I just I wanted to say thank you so much for having me. I adore you, and I love Tom so much. And I'm obsessed with both of your podcasts. It's really an honor, and I, I'm I'm. Thankful that you're a listener of the Romantic Relist available on I, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, but uh, no, I, 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 I'm I insanely in love with both of you. And I'm so honored to do the show. And if you ever need a filler guest, I'm your girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, tell us, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, hi. I'm Adam Newborn. And you can find um, my uh, on Instagram. Uh, the podcast is The Romantic Realist podcast on instagram and my personal account is a newborn 87 um and you can follow our podcast the romantic realist on spotify as well as apple podcast we just finished our second season but go back to the first episode and just enjoy the ride yeah it's amazing and tom please do plug yourself yes uh, you can follow me at the tom hamlet on instagram you can follow the podcast at dumpster dive pod on instagram we have episodes on mondays and fridays uh we chat about everything so check it out rate review not just my podcast but adam's podcast and the reality is because oh. it is a free way to support your favorite podcasters so do that yeah and everybody thank you for listening and we'll talk to you on wednesday bye bye, bye.